We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. Hello lovers, welcome to Unveiled. I'm Lucy, wedding photographer. And I'm Eddie, wedding videographer. And we're here to spill the tea on the big wide world of weddings. Get ready for love stories, epic fails, and enough gossip to make your grandma blush. Whether you're planning or just here for the laughs, this is Unveiled. 90% love, 10% chaos, and 100% good vibes. Let's dive in. Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Unveiled. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Ash, the amazing photographer behind Sapphire Studios. And I hope that you didn't mind that Eddie was MIA because he's MIA again today. It's just me. Ed will be back next week. I can't actually believe that I'm about to say this, but we are approaching the end of 2023 thick and fast. Eddie and I had a quick chat the other day about when we think we'll wrap up this season but it's looking like at this point that there's no end in sight kind of like the wedding season itself (laughs) but we figured while we're on a roll we'd keep going so as always your episode suggestions are more than welcome please do not hesitate to send them through all right so today's episode is a little different exciting but different we have two guests on today my beautiful best friends, but also incredible powerhouse businesswomen, the most wonderful mothers, Danny, founder and director of Posse, and Tara, director at Elsie Swim. Both gorgeous women are engaged, but not yet married. The whole idea behind this episode was to create a conversation around long engagements and having babies first. So today... Danny and Tara candidly explore the intricate intersection of motherhood and wedding planning, delving into the raw realities of navigating body image pressures, IVF, and what the idea of getting married means to them now post-baby. I do want to put a trigger warning on this episode. It does contain discussions on sensitive topics including body image pressures, IVF, and infertility. We strive for open and honest conversations, but we understand these themes may be triggering for some listeners. Please practice self-care and skip this episode if you feel it may adversely impact your well-being. Remember, your mental health is a priority. Otherwise, I hope you love it as much as I love chatting to these two incredible women. Let's dive in. To start things off, Can you guys just give us a little intro into both of you? Yes, so I am Tara. I am the director at Elsie Swim and I am eventually getting married (laughs) to Tom. (laughs) And I have two beautiful little boys uh, who are two and five months. Oh, my God. So weird hearing that. You've got five months. Yeah, you've got children's. (laughs) And Dan? I'm Danielle and I am the founder and director at Posse. And I'm engaged to Kane, and we have a beautiful little boy who's two and his name's Bo. Beautiful gals. So talk us through when you both got engaged because, Tazi, you've been with your partner Tom for 14 years. 13 or 14 years. We don't even know anymore. We've lost count. We've lost count. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you guys get engaged? So we, as Tom and I always do, have done things quite unorthodox, but we... 
went out and bought a ring in January 2020. And the idea was that we were going to go and design it together. So I was just going to get Tom started. We'd been together at that point for almost 10 years. And basically we went out there. We then left that day with a ring from this beautiful little vintage store that we had found. And we, I, and then it took Tom, I think, almost eight months to decide to finally propose to me for some dumb, <laughs> dumb reason. Basically, every single time we would go somewhere nice after that January buying of the ring date, I would get, I don't wear makeup, like I don't get dolled up, but I would take my camera everywhere. I had makeup on. I went on a hike with makeup on <laughs> because we were going to the Blue Mountains. I was like, this is it. This is our moment. And... No, apparently it wasn't our moment, guys. And then all of a sudden, I think it finally happened in August. And now it's four years later and we're no closer to mm. getting married. But it will happen. Yeah, It will happen. Yeah. I actually remember when – I remember you guys telling – I don't know if you remember this, Dan, but I remember when Ta and Tom went and bought that ring you told you told us and but I remember it almost that waiting period was almost worse because you knew he had the ring yeah but I also remember you going on that walk and then calling me after and being like it didn't happen I I had my camera I had my makeup on I felt like an idiot and it didn't happen and I'm actually I wonder I'm actually going to do a poll on our Instagram because I'd be so interested to know how many couples have actually bought the rings together and then how many brides or grooms have had to wait knowing that they have the fucking ring in burning them in the pocket but their partner just isn't asking yet. I was so, mortified. Yeah. I was so <laughs> ready. I was like, it's almost we've worse. Got the ring. We left that day with a ring in our hand. We went out for a beautiful dinner. It was weird because I'm like, well, we're not engaged but we have a ring. We know it's going to happen. We kind of went home and we never spoke about it again. Mm. And, yeah, he just took a long time. <laughs> and now you're taking a long time to get married. Yeah, look. And it's the most beautiful ring I've ever seen. Yeah. Thank you, darling. It's so I beautiful. It. it is so I'm beautiful. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, Seeing as though I haven't got my ring yet. Yeah, so talk us through yours, Dan. Okay, so I was four days postpartum. And we had just gotten home from the hospital and it was – I was in my – the thick of my four to five-day blue session, Mm. the postpartum blues. It's a thing. Yeah. It was was definitely a thing. And I was just sobbing all day long and, of course – you know, if any any girls have been through this, it's definitely it's you're at the high of all highs, and it's just such an emotional roller coaster. But so that day, Kanan said to to me, "Babe, why don't you we'll we'll have a special special dinner tonight, and I'll I'll organise everything. We'll get dressed up, and so you just go have a shower, and you get dressed and, and ready." And so I went and had my shower. And I was already already sewing in the shower and <laughs> and and I had I'd thrown my my hip out a little bit and my body was just so all over the place and and so I'm calling out to Kane and I was like I've I've hurt my hip <laughs> and I was just an absolute mess and obviously postpartum body he, I was like you have to help me get changed and so he had come in and is is trying to help me get changed and of course. 
postpartum, I've got my, my robe, I've got my granny undies. You just I've got, feel like you're falling apart, <laughs> really, doesn't it? Maternity pads, it's all happening and it's awful. And I was like, Boobs can you, are leaking. Can you help? Yeah, yeah, it was just a hot mess. And I was like, can you please help me put my pants on? So he's dressing me and, and all of a sudden I realised, I was like, oh, you look so handsome. And he's in his shirt and he just looked divine. And, and as I walked out, I just realised... As I stumbled out, I realised that he had candles and the dinner already, and and I was like, oh my gosh! And I and mind you, you guys know Kane, so he's he is very romantic, and this is definitely not out of character for him. So no, no alarm bells were ringing yet, and he was like, honey, why don't you sit? Why don't you sit down and we'll just we'll have a we'll have a chat. Um, I just want to tell you a few things, and um, I thought it was more so just oh, to kind so of like black and white movie. Feel a bit better. <laughs> and anyway, so he had Bo in his arms, and and again, I was just sobbing, sobbing. And um, anyway, he said the most beautiful, beautiful words and beautiful little speech. And then I, I, I just thought to myself, I was like, he's he's gonna, oh my gosh, he's gonna propose. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he got down on on one knee and. And he had Bo in, in his arms and I just absolutely just lost it. And it was just mm. the most beautiful moment. It was so simple. It was just in our in our little cottage and and then we just had a little bit of a dance. We had Ray Lamontage playing in the background, which oh, was you our even album. I remember the song. That's oh, so nice. Oh, that's everything. beautiful, babe. Everything. That's so nice. Everything. It was just so lovely. And we had that album playing when um, I gave birth to Bo. So it was just oh. – it was all – it was so beautiful. It was so was so, so keen, so well so thought out. Eddie and Tom needed like I don't know what what Tom happened. Did do it on his birthday, so he he gave up his birthday That's for really our engagement, beautiful. which I thought was quite sweet. Yeah. So yeah. with both of those beautiful stories, how did you both feel after that initial engagement? I mean, Dan, you had so much going on anyway. Um, and you were, Daz, you were celebrating Tom's birthday, but like in those moments, were you guys like, yes, let's do this. Let's plan a wedding. Let's, you know, or were you, were those initial thoughts like, let's sit in the engagement bubble for a while. We've got the kids. I mean, you weren't pregnant yet, were you, Coop? No. So, like, so when Tom did it, it was August. So the eight months had passed, but we were in the throes of IVF. So we... It was never something that I thought about. I was just so depressed at that time in my life that the mm-hmm. thought of celebrating the joy that was our relationship, it really, I think it took away from that. I was a year doing IVF before I finally fell pregnant. And then by the time we were pregnant with Ty, all I cared about in that moment was nurturing and growing this little human in my belly that the engagement just got put so mm. far to the side and I think for Tom and I once he arrived your moral compass does change mm. because like anything with adult life you've got to start thinking about you've got to make your decisions like it was the wedding or buying a home and I think at that point in our life the money that we were willing to spend we did want to put that into I guess growing our life as a family at that point um and like I said, I think when you're going through something as hectic and horrible as IVF was for us and especially for me, yeah, it was a really poorly timed event in our life. Like I look back at it and it was this beautiful moment and we'd been together for 10 years and it was supposed to be this 
lovely time to finally celebrate he and I and the month after he proposed. So we were still trying in August. We had a miscarriage back in February. And then when August rolled around, it was kind of like our last like try naturally before I was like, I, I want to go and get tested. Like I don't understand why we're not falling. It had been a while. Then in September, I found out I had a really low AMH. And basically that means that I don't produce the normal or the high had a high enough count of eggs that I can easily fall each month. Um, and then we started in September with IVF. I was two cycles down and the engagement mm. just was a thing of the past. Mm. I remember my family wanted to celebrate us. And that day they'd, they'd, they'd put on this beautiful uh, party with that, with all of our family and we were supposed to go that afternoon and I remember the whole day I was just in tears. Mm. I was in, I was so, I was in tears. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to celebrate anything. I just wanted to be in my bedroom binge watching something that would somehow take my mind off what I was going through. And we got there and it was lovely, but I just got so drunk <laughs> and I, mm. I woke up the next day even more depressed. So yeah, I, unfortunately we were our engagement and I think everything that came within that period in our life was very overshadowed by what we were going through emotionally. And Tom, I mean, I can't speak for him, but it was an awful time for him too. Yeah. So it was just hard. I just want to start by saying thank you, Tars, for being so open and honest to all of us about that period in yours and Tom's lives. I I know how hard that was for both of you and it still must be so hard to talk about so thank you you are so brave it's definitely a bit of perspective I believe I think it's safe to say that when couples have been together for a certain amount of time especially in this day and age where people are getting married or engaged later than what it used to be many women I know have their body clocks in the back of their minds and you know that's the whole point of this episode is to reiterate that things don't have to be in that traditional sequence there's flexibility there and there's so much so much flexibility in what you can create and i know for you for you guys coop a wedding that you would have created back then would be would have been beautiful but a wedding that you would now create would be so much more suited to you guys with your beautiful boys involved. And Dan, honey, what about you? Look, I definitely think you have a certain perception and especially, you know, growing up, I was the the black and white movie girl and I, I always thought that, you know, the proposal had to go one way, then, you know, your wedding had to go another way and I just, I, I guess I just had this, this idea of what all of that mm-hmm. would look like but it went the complete opposite but i wouldn't i wouldn't change it for the world i think the way you know i think you think proposals have got to be mm. you know this that and the other and you know it was just in our in our little cottage on you know on the couch that we were had that beautiful proposal and it was just yeah it was absolute magic and i think my whole uh perception of of the wedding that i wanted to have pre uh having children has definitely changed and I look I, I I'm such a wedding I love weddings and I love and I I definitely want to have a, a wedding and a, some kind of ceremony with with Kane and, and our family but that has definitely I think the 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 type of wedding has definitely shifted, shifted yeah for sure 
So in terms of long engagements, because you guys are both in a position now where you've been engaged for a long time, what have you loved the most about it? To be honest, I don't think, I don't think I've liked it. I think it's something that I got thrown into. I wouldn't go as far to say, oh my God, long engagements is this amazing thing that people should experience and absolutely go for it. I, as I said, it just, we had Ty and IVF was going on and then when he came along, Sonny, bless that little darling miracle, but I was, I was a year out of having Ty and I probably might have started talking about it with Tom again and because I was so sure that I wasn't going to be able to fall pregnant again and we had actually done family planning within IVF Sonny came out of nowhere he absolutely Best knocked ever. the wind out of my sails and so I'm a year out with Ty I'm now pregnant doing a pregnancy test in Bali staring at this stick going absolutely not <laughs> I did three tests before I was like, oh, no, Bali, the Bali pregnancy tests aren't, like, they're legit. I, I'm pregnant. Off we go. And then he came along. It's been, what, it's three, four years later now. And, yeah, I'm, I'm long engaged. But I ain't talking I, about the wedding. <laughs> I think we're talking to the wrong girls about enjoying long engagement. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's just how our life played out. And as I mentioned mm. earlier, like, that moral compass does come into it. And as Dan said, our, how we will do our wedding has definitely changed. Uh, and the, but where Tom and my money is going at the moment is more so into the building of our life. And I'm someone who does things 110%, as you guys know. If I can't give something every part of me, That's what then I, was say I can't. Yeah, we're not half-hearted people. Mm. We're not half-hearted people. And so when I have my wedding day, I want it to be this event that I've planned and I've given my time and my effort and my energy. And I've got a lot of people that need me in other places right now. And I really, really want to honour that moment for Tom and I. It's really important to me. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm exactly the same as, as Tars. We're, we're not, yeah, half-hearted people. And I think Kane and I are definitely on the same wavelength in terms of what we want from a ceremony. Yes, that has changed since having children. Um, but, yeah, our priorities, look, we've loved we've loved having the, the long engagement. And I think we've been able to shift our priority and focus to our son and our family and building that. Um, which has been so, so lovely and so special. So the crux of it from you too is that fucking don't have long engagement and get married. <laughs> yeah, just get married, guys. <laughs> if you can. There's definitely married. windows. <laughs> yeah. like, and, yeah. and Absolutely. When they come, take them because, yeah, no, I've definitely missed, missed a few of the windows. But yeah. Well, this next question is something that I feel is going to resonate with a lot of women especially and that's body image around having your baby and then kind of I'm doing inverted commas right now. Is it commas? Inverted speech marks. I just see little rabbit ears. Yeah, little rabbit ears on bouncing back. <laughs> Again, another huge pressure that I think, I mean, I know personally I felt when we booked our wedding in and I knew that then we, and then we fell pregnant with Hudson and then I knew that I had this window of time where I was like, I mean, you guys saw me. I was like, oh, my God, I've only got eight months. I've never seen I've someone work yeah. out harder. Yeah, it was I knew. It was stupid. The moment stupid. Hudson <laughs> came out, Luce was back at that gym a month out. Yeah. She goes, I 
you, a million your wedge shred was like nothing I've ever seen. And you looked wonderful. You can bounce back, gals. <laughs> yes. And look, you definitely can. And I think this is what we need to nut out because, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I do think that there's this enormous pressure on women that just think, oh, no, nah, I won't look the same or I, I'm, I'm not going to look how I feel like I want to look or how I should look. How have you guys sort of, I mean, you, neither of you have got your weddings actually physically booked in right now, but did that play on your minds and like how did you sort of navigate those thoughts? I definitely think you have a preconceived idea as to how you want to look on your wedding day and these are photos that you will look back on for the rest of your life. However, I just think once you have your children, your perspective on your body changes so much because that wonderful vessel has just given you your children. So when you're looking back on those photos, it more so becomes about the life that you've created and the humans you've created with your partner. And I think there's such a societal pressure on making sure that you look a specific way. But I think if you can look back at that moment and say, oh my gosh, look at what I did. Look at what we've created. I'm so proud of who we are and our family and what my body's been able to do for me. I think you won't fear, you won't have these thoughts that you have right now pre-babies. It's just something that comes quite naturally post. And you learn to love your body again. So beautiful, Tar. Dan, I feel like you'd have an interesting, interesting way of being able to kind of advise women in more of a stylistic stylistic approach yeah stylistic approach because you know being someone who has created such a beautiful clothing brand one I feel like prior to having a baby you would have looked at a dress and gone that's what I'm going to wear but with the changes that do happen with your body post-pregnancy I feel like that would change right oh absolutely and I think the first thing is you just have to take that pressure off completely and I I have done a little bit of um of shopping here and there for wedding dresses just to kind of see oh what have I've, you yes oh that's a bit Did of a cheeky drop there Did not tell us that <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny as to what I was drawn to as well because it was this or it's this sounds funny but it was actually a black velvet dress that I was looking at it was strapless it had like this beautiful it was a vintage Givenchy dress and it was un Mm. it was unbelievable it was actually a couture dress and it was numbered and it was from I think the 1940s or 50s and it was the most incredible dress I've ever tried on and it was absolutely like the least traditional wedding dress you would ever see but as I tried it on I was like wear it because it was quite expensive and there was nowhere else I was going to wear this dress and I was like oh maybe this is something that I could you know wear for for wear for the wedding so I think I think traditional kind of goes out the door once you've Mm. had have yeah had children so I think you've got to do what works best for you and and your shape and and accentuate I think the things that you do love as well. I think my where I feel most self-conscious is probably my skin. So that would be one thing that I would really invest in. Like I know, Lucy, you did so much work leading mm-hmm. up to your wedding for your skin. But I think the dress the dress you wear for a day, right, and then your all of the skin prep and I think everything that you learn during that time you can use afterwards and oh I think that's just worth 
worth worth in, uh, investing in for sure. Mm. Yeah. Side note, will can we ever expect to see a bridal line with Fozzy? <gasps> oh, we won't talk about that Stay in case tuned. it says yes. <laughs> we don't want to be the spoiler. Oh my God, I would love to <laughs> see that. That would be amazing, <laughs> amazing. Dan, I know that you and Kane were considering a destination wedding. You guys were talking yeah. about getting married overseas. Since having a little one, have these thoughts and ideas shifted? Is it I still think, on the cards? Look, yes and no. I think we we were really drawn to New Zealand, as you guys know. So Kane's uh, Kane's family's from Waheke Island, and we had actually had this amazing lunch with Tom and Taz when we went to Waheke, and we had this beautiful lunch at this restaurant called Mudbrick. It was amazing. A, yeah, it was oh, so beautiful. Oh, so and nice. you get and you get that amazing. European feel and you kind of feel like you're in the south of France and oh the gardens are so beautiful and it's just it's so gorgeous but it's a three-hour flight and then one hour um, boat trip to the destination so you get that European feel for you know less travel it's it it was just yeah we were really really keen on that spot and when we went to when we went to visit, um, we're like, well, lock it in. We'll go. We'll go see if it's our vibe. And um, anyway, it was quite funny when we were getting the tour. It was Kane asking all of the questions the whole time, and I was like, oh my gosh. Kane, Kane was kind of looking at me, going, "Are you going to ask anything, <laughs> or is this just <laughs> like, me? no, babe, I'm taking it in. I'm just taking it in. Oh, look, I was taking it in, but I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not into this. Like, I'm not. Oh. I'm not into it. And like I was into the venue, but I wasn't into the the. I was I was actually getting quite anxious when she was like, you know, what kind of wedding do you want? What what kind of music do you want? How many people? And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is just. And then Kane kept kind of butting in because he was, yeah, he was super super keen. Um, but yeah, I think it was at that point I was like, oh, I'm not ready for this, and I really 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 wanted to be. I wanted to feel that excitement. Um, and yeah, that's when I knew I wasn't I wasn't ready to take take that leap yet but I think definitely um as time goes on our ideas kind of chop and change and start evolving and I think a destination wedding is definitely still on the cards for sure um even you know tying it into one of our trips over the next few years or something but I think yeah I I definitely think we we know exactly who we want to be there I'm I'm definitely a lot a lot more um, introverted than my partner Kane, who's the opposite of me. So I definitely I want something more intimate um, with our closest friends and family. But yeah. mm, we um, we actually just had a photographer from NZ on for our last episode. Ash, we were just talking about the energy in New Zealand is just ah, oh, it's just so beautiful. It's it so beautiful. so beautiful, and the food and the wine, the people, and, yeah, the, people. the landscape. Yeah, it's, it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. well, I'm still manifesting you guys getting married there. So, me too. It's <laughs> close enough that I can leave the kids at home. Yeah, see you later, <laughs> boy. All right, it's got the, the tick of approval. <laughs> so, Tazi, with 14 years together and the most beautiful family, what does marriage signify for you and Tom? at this point in your journey? I think the, the most, I think for me at the moment, that I, I really, I really want to honour Tom and my relationship. It's actually super important to me that we do end up getting married. Like first and foremost, we've been together for such a long time and we have such a, I'm really proud of our relationship and who we are and what we've been able to build together. And I, 
I feel like a wedding or I mean, I, I'm saying a wedding, but I think it's actually just that moment and that experience. It just solidifies and it gives, I, I think it just, it, it honors us and who we are and what we've created ourselves. So that to me is super important, but I would be lying if I didn't say that I also just really want my children's last name. Okay, if I was going I, to say this. Yeah. If I go to Medicare one more time, no, sorry, not to Medicare. If I go to the GP one more time and the doctor asks me, are you the mum? <laughs> I am going to throw the biggest adult-sized tantrum. Oh, um, yes. Yes, I'm their mother. I actually said to Tom the other day, I was like, hey, maybe we just go down and we go to the registry. But, but I stopped because I was like, no, like, no, I, I, I really want to have this day and I, I want to do this with you and I want it to be really special. So I feel like I'd be robbing myself of another experience. I'm very good at robbing myself of experiences. Um, so we won't do that, but I really want to be Tara Mitchell, Ty Mitchell, Sunny Mitchell, Tom Mitchell. Mm. I just, I, I really do want that, yeah. especially moving into like school and, you know, that next phase of our lives. Yeah, because I was going to say to you, I want you to both answer at the same time. Is wanting your child's and partner's last name enough to just do the wedding? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. yes. It is, isn't it? Because yes. I feel like yes. once you have it, <laughs> once you have a child, you all of a sudden go, oh, definitely the push. fuck, I feel like an outcast a little bit. I am an outcast and yeah. I did all the work. I mean, <laughs> come on. I had to, I had to conceive. You did the hard I stuff. I had to be yeah. pregnant. I had to birth the baby. and yeah. then. But don't you love it when they, when they say Tara Mitchell though? I remember on the, oh, on the plane, plane the other week. And the lady came up to me and she was like, Mrs. Collins, can oh. I offer you a champagne? I was Ooh, like, yes. Absolutely. Yes, I will May. take it. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it. Oh, I love that. Gals, so much amazing advice. Thank you so much. It's just so nice to have a different perspective and I think our listeners will really, really appreciate it. I think it's um, going to hit home in terms of just for couples to know that, you know, like there is no pecking order and it's like you can do things in whatever order you want yeah. and it's always going to end up being the most perfect situation for you guys. So I think all of your advice will land and resonate so much with everyone. Just in parting, I would love you both to just give a little bit of, a, bit of advice to couples that are considering having a family before their wedding day. I mean, I, I think just do it. I, I don't think there needs to be a specific order in which you do things. I think life's so different now and, and quick. everything just quick. goes so fast. And I'm such a big believer in seasons. I don't love that word. I but, do. I love oh, it. I'm it like, is. right now I'm in my baby season and my building a business season. And, and I really am enjoying that so much. And the kids are going to grow up so quickly. And I, and when I'm ready to move into my wedding season and, you know, back to that time when the kids are a little bit older and Tom and I just have this abundance of time again, where we want to kind of re-spark everything as well. Like we've already been together for 14 odd years. So just to have that moment maybe in five years. And as I mentioned, like we've always been quite unorthodox. I really want to have a wedding where kind of like Dan, it's quite intimate, but I, the money that I maybe would have spent on a wedding pre-baby on things that I thought was important then, 
I can now take that and spend it on all of my favorite people and we just do something luxe mm. and we go and have the best time with just our favorite humans in the world and celebrate I think our lives all together because I this everyone who's been a part of Tom and my lives is just as special to us as Tom and I celebrating ourselves so yeah I, I don't think there has to be any order in which you do things however if you want to get married um and you want that big day and that's what you've dreamt of do it before you have children <laughs> it's just absolutely do it before you have children it, you just you just won't you won't you won't do it it won't be the same and you just will not have the same mental capacity to give this day what you want it to be mm. I, I totally, I totally agree with yeah. you. And I think, and once you have children as well, and I think, look, everyone goes through these pressures of, um, you know, mortgages and there's all or renovations yeah. or, you know, when you start having kids, all of these things start to mount up on top of each other and your wedding budget, I guess, kind of starts drowning Ooh, and yeah. or becoming non-existent or becoming non-existent yeah. exactly and I think that's where like Kane and I have geared our focus to you know we're about to start renovations and whatnot and the wedding just keeps getting pushed back and pushed back but I think look at the end of the day it is such an important day so no matter how much you're spending on the wedding I think little tiny big small I think just set aside that little bit of budget and look it's just that it is that one day and you will look back on it for the rest of your life and I think how often do you get all of your favorite people in one room with the best music best food best times like I just think yeah it's just so worth it yeah and not to mention all of the beautiful ways that if you do choose to have a wedding that you can actually incorporate your kids into the day. I think, I mean, from a photographer's point of view, I've seen some really beautiful stuff, like not just Page Boy and Flower Girl, but, you know, kids giving speeches and... Oh, stop yeah. it. I would die. But see... If Ty did a speech for me, <laughs> I, bugger Tom's speech. Yeah, I know. Get the kids up, 100%. And they're the first people on the dance floor too. Oh. They get dance floors started and, yeah, so... Look, I'll dive into that in our intro, but thank you so much. I know you're both very busy gals. So thank you so much. And I really appreciate you being here. And thank you for such beautiful advice and also for being so open. Oh, thank you, darling. That was super fun. It was so fun. Thank you so much. Thank you.